Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Alrighty, folks. Welcome back. It is a super jam-packed Friday edition of JJ After Dark. It's John Zestremski right here on The Fan. And we have the return of baseball. We have the return of the NBA. And this weekend, basically from high noon until midnight, give or take, you're going to have round-the-clock NHL action, too. So... To help us with the qualifying round, to help us kind of get a sense for what the postseason tournament could look like, let's talk about my main man from NHL.com. Check out the podcast. Check out anything he's doing. He's moving a chicken every which way. My main man, Pete Jensen, is nice enough to join us. Pete, what's shaking, my boy? How you doing? Really good, JJ. Thanks for having me on, as always. And, yeah, we're dropping the puck this weekend, so it's going to be appointment viewing full-on, like NCAA tournament style from noon until night. Uh, hockey uh, fans dream in terms of viewership, for sure. Oh, P ain't kidding. And that's what the NBA and the NHL have going for them right now. In the bubble setting, you can't be stacking all your games in prime time, so – that means high noon, you're going to have a game. That means 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you're going to have a game. And let's start here, because you're a hockey guy through and through. And we know in many instances, like the home ice advantage and, you know, the travel, and it kind of all comes into play when you're talking about the normal grind of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So your initial take, and obviously we've never seen anything like this, is there one particular team, maybe it's two, that you say, wow, this format, this setting, maybe getting guys back from injury, whatever the case may be, the change in the postseason format, basically. If this helps anybody, who would it help, Pete? I'll give you two teams. Colorado Avalanche, if that team was going into the playoffs in April, they would have been depleted by injury. Instead, they got McKinnon. Ranton in their top two scorers. They got some of their best secondary scorers back from injury and Burakovsky, who's having a breakout year. Their goalie, Philip Grubauer. Nazem Kadri, who has a lot of motivation from previous postseasons. 
gotten suspended uh, for the rest of the series in two straight postseasons. So he's got a lot to prove. And all of a sudden you put that together with Kale McCarr, who is, uh, you know, as a rookie defenseman, led all rookie skaters in points per game, remarkable talent, the road points percentage of that team, which I think could translate to the neutral site. They were second in the NHL behind the Capitals. So that's like one team I'm really dialed into for a deep run now that they're healthy. And then also one of the locals, man, the New York Rangers, second youngest team in the tournament. You got Panarin and Zibanejad. Uh, you know, two of the top 15 offensive players in the league. You got the three-headed goalie monster. Uh, you got some exciting talent. And I just think the Rangers, who are also elite offense, elite power play, and top five in road points percentage, man, the Rangers could be destined for something special here, uh, especially when you consider, like, the previous format. If they snuck in, they would have played the Bruins maybe in the first round. Now you're getting a chance to get hot here in the qualifying round, and you maybe could – pull an upset in the second round as well. All right, Pete, let's get to that Ranger goaltending situation. We know Hank has had a whole lot of success against Carolina, but at the end of the day, Igor has been hands down their best netminder all year. How do you anticipate the goalie rotation works out for this qualifying round, number one? And number two, I want you to put yourself in David Quinn's shoes. If you were coaching this team, how would you shake out who's in net, come Saturday, and really for the remainder of this series? Well, they were able to work it out really well during the regular season. I mean, they called up Shesterkin in, in early uh, January, and it was a night and day difference on the team. Of course, Lundqvist didn't play nearly as much, but Georgiev is another one. Georgiev was one of the best road goalies in the entire NHL this season. So and in terms of certain uh, matchups against certain teams, like Quinn didn't have any problem uh, playing those cards when he needed to. I don't think it's any hard feelings. I think Lundqvist has a chance to take advantage of maybe his last opportunity with the Rangers to make a Stanley Cup run. You never know. It's not outside of the realm of possibility. And then, But again, I would start Shesterkin in Game 1. If he falters, he was 10-2 and two in the regular season, but he's a rookie. If he falters, you can always turn to Hank. And then if he falters, you could always turn to Georgiev, who's a hell of a goalie in his own right. So I think they got some nice options, and I don't think Quinn is afraid to play his cards, you know, even though they're playing the same opponent here, I don't think there are any hard feelings in that locker room. And I think the offense could give any of those three guys goal support any given night. So it's a really unique situation, but also remember with this tournament, there's the COVID factor. There's the injury factor. Guys haven't played in four plus months. I mean, this is a chance for a team with so much goalie depth to actually use their goalies, all three of them over the first, second, maybe even third round of this tournament. The goalie depth is key, and the Rangers could take advantage of that for sure with this trio. Pete, I think about what the Ranger expectations were at the beginning of the year. I don't think a lot of people looked at them as a playoff-type team, and they were fun to watch throughout. They were able to put the puck in the net. Panarin coming in and having the impact that he did, it's very un-Ranger-like. When you think about all of the big free agents they've signed over the years, I'm not going to run through the laundry list of you know, a Scott Gomez or, a, right. you know, Pavel Bure or Eric Lindros. I mean, uh, the list goes on and on. But Panarin has been everything you could ask for and then some. This team is already ahead of schedule. And would you agree the fact that, you know, they have nothing to lose. I think they've had a successful season no matter what happens here. As far as pressure, 
I don't think they're really dealing with much pressure as far as this qualifying round and whatever they do now moving forward. Totally. This is like a house money situation. And also, if you anybody that's listened to the Fantasy on Ice podcast, which we do a bunch of times a week, would know that I've been talking up the Rangers for next season, uh, all you know, from the second half of the season on. So, and if you think about it, this is a longer off season during the pause that we've had than the normal NHL off season. So, for teams like the Rangers, a young team, team like Vancouver Canucks that has an amazing young core, I mean, this is a chance. You're also you're honestly like you're fast forwarding to next season where you think more about the high ceiling and you look at what Panarin has done, Hart Trophy finalist, Mika Zibanejad. Not many people know this. He leads the entire NHL in goals per game this season, ahead of Ovechkin, ahead of Pasternak, Matthews, the whole list. So that's a pretty amazing stat. Shows how good he was down the stretch of the season. And, yeah, I think it's just like you fast forward and you get a sense of what this team is going to be capable of. I don't think they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year. You know, Maybe that's a pipe dream but you might see them make a deep run here and that would get the fan base and the whole New York market really ignited about this team moving forward. Pete, you like the Rangers to win this first round qualifying series? I do. I got them in five games over the Hurricanes. Obviously the Hurricanes were hoping to get Dougie Hamilton back. It's still unconfirmed, but he's an elite defenseman. The rumblings lately have been that he might not play in the entire series, which would be, it would be a big blow for Carolina. Carolina, you can't take them lightly. They have a better defense than the Rangers do, but the Rangers' goaltending is better. And then, you know, the, the Hurricanes have big shoes to fill. I mean, they got to the conference final last year. I think it's going to be really tough for them to get out of the first round, though, here. Tough matchup against the Rangers. I got the Rangers in five. Pete Jensen, check them out over at NHL.com. Fantasy on Ice podcast for those of you who play fantasy hockey. You want to be all over that. All sorts of good info, insight, you name it. Pete, let's get to the other local, the New York Islanders. I really have no idea what Islander <laughs> team we are getting. Are we getting the one that was playing incredibly well at the start of this NHL season, which feels like another lifetime ago? Right. Are we getting the Islander team that couldn't score throughout most of late February, early March? Gut feel as they get ready for this series against the Florida Panthers. What island the team is showing up? Because I don't have the slightest idea. Somewhere in the middle, for sure. They're not going to be as bad as when they were winless in their final seven games before the pause. They made a big trade at the deadline. They got Pajot, so they have really good center depth, all four lines, led by Matthew Barzell. Of course, though, someone's going to need to step up their game. Like last year in the playoffs, they swept the Penguins, and Jordan Eberle was the big star scoring better than a point per game, and the power play was getting going. Power play is still a concern. Goaltending is inconsistent. Varlamov looked really good in the exhibition game, but, hey, it's an exhibition game. Um, so I think the coaching is a huge factor here. you got two of the best coaches of all time, Barry Trotz and Joel Quenville. I think that Trotz has the upper hand uh, when you look at recent success in the league. Trotz won the Cup a couple years ago with the Capitals, has resurrected the Islanders' defensive outlook. And also key thing for the Islanders, uh, they're getting Adam Pellich back and Johnny Boychuk. So that defense that was depleted before the pause in the season, it's going to look a lot more like it did early in the season when they had that crazy point streak and the 10 straight wins at one point. 
Okay, are the Islanders going to get out of the qualifying round? You like the Rangers in five. Will the Islanders, dare I say, be joining them? That's, this is going to be a tough one, man. I think the Florida Panthers, if they get a bounce-back performance from Sergei Bobrovsky, who many people remember stole the first round last year against the Tampa Bay Lightning with that surprising sweep, I still have some faith in Bobrovsky for a bounce-back appeal. And then I think their top two scorers, Jonathan Huberto and Alexander Barkov, are on a different level than anything the Islanders have to offer. But again, it's one of those things, again, like the recent thing with Bobrovsky had a terrible year after signing a big money long-term contract with Florida. And then the, co- the coaching thing is a, is a fair debate, but I give the slight edge to trust. I am going out on a limb and saying Florida Panthers will find a way in this series to avenge when the two teams played each other a couple years back because a lot of those guys were the same core in Florida. I know Florida looked pretty rough in their exhibition game, but, uh, you know, it was an exhibition game. Game one is going to be a lot more telling on uh, Saturday at 4 o'clock. So I'm going the Panthers in four or five games. I think they get it done. Rolling with the Rangers, rolling with the Florida Panthers. Okay, Pete, what is the ceiling, you think, for the Rangers? Like, if they get hot, if they all of a sudden put it together – what do you think is the max for them as far as this postseason format? I think conference finals. I, I don't think that – I think it's going to be really hard for any team that's in the qualifying round. They're going to be playing an extra number of games, you know, whether it's three to five games extra. Uh, we'll see. But, you know, the round-robin teams are playing three. The other teams and, – and those games are not going to be as high intensity by any stretch, I don't think. So – I think those qualifying teams are going to get a nice lift in momentum from the five-game series where it's a win or go home. But I do think like by the time the, the conference finals rolls around, it's going to be really tough to sustain that. You know, Teams are going to be playing. It's a condensed format. They're going to be playing every other day pretty much. So I do think the Rangers, especially because their defense, is a little spotty outside of like Adam Fox and Jacob Truba. I do think they will eventually run out of steam, but man, this is an exciting young team. That's going to be fun to watch for many, many years to come beyond the Henrik Lundqvist era. And I think we just might get a taste of it here. So I'll say conference final would be a little bold prediction if the Rangers get there. Pete Jensen, NHL.com. Let's make sure we get it right. (laughs) NHL.com, Fantasy on Ice. I'm jumping the gun maybe thinking about the fantasy football podcast I'm going to have to do a month from now, Pete. But Eastern and Western Conference, when we are sitting down and watching a Stanley Cup final unlike any other Stanley Cup final we have ever seen before, who do you like on each side of the bracket? So I've been so torn between the Avalanche, who I mentioned at the top here, and the Vegas Golden Knights. But I do really like the Golden Knights as the most complete offense and most complete team in general out in the West. So they got Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty, who were really successful last year. Of course, they blew the 3-1 series lead against the San Jose Sharks, but that's history. I mean, this team has so much motivation from that controversial ending last year. Their expansion year, they got to the cup final and lost to the uh, Washington Capitals. So they have that success. Third time's the charm, maybe, for Vegas. I could see them winning it all this year. They made a huge deadline acquisition. Alec Martinez, Ranger fans, I'm sure that one rings a bell when he ended the Stanley Cup final for the L.A. Kings 
by scoring that double overtime goal. He's a great two-way defenseman to add to their arsenal. And then, by the way, they have the best goalie tandem in the NHL right now between a guy a lot of locals know, Robin Leonard, great with the Islanders, great with the Blackhawks. He got traded to Vegas at the deadline. He has the third best save percentage in the entire league over the past two seasons. And Marc-Andre Fleury, who's won the Cup three times and gotten to the finals as well with Vegas. So, And I think that goalie depth will be key. So I like Vegas to come out of the West. It's going to be really tough, but I like them. And then uh, in the East, Tampa Bay. I mean, so much motivation, which I think will be a key storyline here. They got Kucherov healthy. They got Stamkos and Hedman expected to be ready. Uh, Stamkos has an injury concern. Hedman, uh, personal leave, but is joining the team late, they expect. I mean, it doesn't matter. They blew the doors off the Panthers the other day in the exhibition, 5 nothing. They got the best offense in the league, elite power play, elite goalie, leads the league in wins seemingly every year in Vasilevsky. And you look at their motivation from last year, of course, getting swept in the first round. That's got to sting forever. Uh, they got shut out in Game 7 at home prior to that season uh, to the Washington Capitals, who ended up winning it all. And guys like Vasilevsky, Kucherov, they've played in the Cup Final before in 2015 when they lost to the Blackhawks. All that aside, I think the pause is a great refresher for that team to finally knock off some of this pressure and finally live up to their potential and get out of the Eastern Conference. So I got Vegas over Tampa Bay in my Cup Final. Pete Jensen, NHL.com. Pete, appreciate a couple of minutes. Good stuff there. Rangers, Islanders, having some fun with the Vegas Golden Knights. I may have to get involved with that, and we'll have nice. something to root for. We will catch up along the way, so you keep up the good work, all right? Thanks, JJ. Always fun coming on with you, man. Great to hear you talking hockey, and, uh, yeah, we'll see how these local teams fare. So thanks for having me on, man. Pleasure's all mine. Good stuff there from Pete. We got a lot more of your calls at 877-337-6666. And oh, by the way, Edwin Diaz for Sports Talk Host continues to be the gift that keeps on giving. We're back with more right after this. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.